the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon, Pittsburgh. It's a Friday. Gosh, I love a Friday. Kathy Emmons with you from the Word FM studios today. My on-air partner, John Hall, taking a day off. But we have a terrific show ahead for us today. I'm really excited about a lot of stuff we're talking about today. Plus, I've got our brand new producer, Christy, in the other room. And I just feel like by the end of today, we're just going to know things about her we didn't know before. It's just a thought I have. Anyway, we're also streaming live on Facebook, 101.5 Word FM. I just hooked it up to the uh, Ride Home with John and Kathy page as well. You can look. It's, I'm in John's seat, for those of you that watch the show. And uh, my seat is, like, empty. Christy, we should put, like, a lit candle there. You know what I mean? Like, memorizing the, or memorializing the time that I sat there. Anyway, I'm just here for a couple uh, temporary days as John takes some well-needed vacation time. Uh, Let me tell you what's ahead on today's program as we celebrate the weekend. Um, L.A. County to require masks indoors. I mean, are we done with that? Anyway, we'll talk about how people in L.A. are feeling about that. Also, the world's happiest country is seeking migrants. Now, I know you're thinking, is that America? Is that the world? No, it's not actually uh, the U.S. We'll find out what country on earth is the world's happiest and why they're trying to get more people to move there. Also, do you think making deer glow will prevent cars from hitting them? I mean, that's a little backward, but okay, we're going to try that. Also, um, if you don't believe in systemic racism, perhaps we could talk instead about the sexual revolution. My good friend, Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor on the program at 510 this afternoon. Plus, Kraft unveils a new ice cream flavor, and it is gross. That's all I can tell you. It's just disgusting. Anyway, but maybe you'll like it. I don't know. Maybe Christy will like it. We'll find out. That's in the 5 o'clock hour. Also, coming up in just a little bit, why should we go back to church? You know, for those of us that are still doing the Zoom thing or doing the, you know, watch another church thing or sleeping in on Sunday thing, there has to be a reason why we go back, right? I mean, it's not just going to happen spontaneously. Um, So Michelle Van Loon is going to be with us, also a good friend of the program, and she'll talk about why she thinks it's important to get your bum back in the pew but before we do any of that christy i do believe it's time for us to do the top four at four gosh she's good already all right for friday july 16th 2021 number one rescuers in germany and nearby countries are facing The difficulty of finding survivors from the world's worst flooding this century as the death toll rose over 100 with hundreds still missing following days of torrential rainfall. 
The Wall Street Journal reports that German authorities used helicopters and drones to locate survivors who fled to roofs and high ground without being able to collect any of their belongings when their homes were engulfed by flash floods that turned streets into rivers, swept away cars, and crushed houses. If you haven't seen any photographs of what's going on in Germany, I mean, it's really... It's really something. Similar scenes were playing out in southern Belgium, where at least 14 people died, and many were being evacuated in the worst-hit areas. Meteorologists blamed the flooding on a rare summer cyclone that lingered over the flooded areas for days. They said changes in global weather patterns meant the storm remained stationed over Europe instead of drifting eastward. Number two, a Pulitzer... I'm going to say it again. It's a Friday. I think I'm already in weekend mode. Number two, a Pulitzer Prize winning photographer, Danish Siddiqui, a journalist for the Reuters news agency and embedded with Afghan special forces in Kandahar, was killed today covering fighting between Afghan security forces and the Taliban near a border crossing with Pakistan. According to CBS News, Siddiqui was part of a team to share the 2018 Pulitzer Prize for feature photography for Reuters and is the latest of, get ready for this, 54 reporters who have been killed in the country. Taliban militants have seized significant ground since the U.S. troop withdrawal began in earnest this year, now claiming to control more than 80 percent of Afghan territory. Attacks on journalists and prominent female Afghans have increased over the last year, and threats have forced at least 10 Afghan radio stations to close. Number three. A Wexford woman, local story here, who worked as a wildlife associate at Nemecolon Wildlife Adventure is suing her employer after a Himalayan black bear almost killed her. Get ready for it. While she was performing a trick with it two years ago for a tour group. Okay. According to today's, let's just figure out more about this story. According to today's trip, Megan Alborg, age 24, had just started working at Nemecolon when she was leading a guided safari tour for guests at the resort. The tour was to give visitors a chance to, quote, experience a behind-the-scenes interactive look at exotic animals, including sheep. Not sure how exotic that is. Sheep, goats, <laughs> wolves, tigers, lions, and buffaloes, the resort said in advertisements. As part of the tour, the complaint said Alborg was to get a high five from the bear who had been at the resort for nine years. To do the trick, she was to hold a marshmallow in one hand to get the high five from the bear with the other, and then the bear was going to get the marshmallow as a reward. But when Alborg reached her hand toward the bear, he pulled her arm through the opening and mauled her, resulting in 15 surgical procedures on her arm. The complaint alleges that Alborg was not properly trained to perform the high five trick. I'm not sure anybody... From, I think we should just decide we're not going to perform the high five trick because uh, it's a bear. Anyway, that it was too dangerous for any staff member to perform and that the bear cage was not adequate, adequately constructed to protect tour guides. And number four, in keeping with the animal kingdom, get ready for this, Christy. A Florida man told police officers he was, quote, teaching it a lesson when he tried to throw a live alligator he had stolen from a miniature golf course onto the roof of a beachside cocktail lounge. <laughs> According to ABC News, the 32-year-old man was arrested early Thursday when Daytona Beach Shores police officers spotted him, quote, attempting to throw the gator onto the roof of a cocktail lounge. That'll teach him. The man from Homestead, there's so many questions I have about. The man from Homestead, Florida, was taken into custody and charged with possession and injury of an alligator, unarmed burglary of an occupied dwelling, theft, and criminal mischief. And that is your top four at four. All right. Can I just ask a couple questions? Why not? What lesson was he trying to teach the alligator? That's where I go first, right? 
That's second. I would say he stole the alligator from a miniature golf course. Well, you know, they just like roam around. So, okay, so, but so what? They're just roaming around in the miniature golf course. Yeah, get out of here. No, you got to go down to Florida and check it out. I mean, okay. So if I'm going to take that as truth, what? Why the roof of the cocktail lounge? Well, I, I don't have an answer. Okay. <laughs> Just wondering about that. Anyway, that's a. I decided to go with two animal stories for today. The top four at four. You never know what you're going to get on the ride home. Anyway, we're so happy you're along for today's show. As I said, we've got a lot of fun things today and a lot of really serious things today as well. And um, we're hoping that you stay with us so that we can kind of talk through these things together. Find us on Facebook, would you? It's a live stream today. It's just me and Christy. We're excited about it. So find us 101.5 Word FM uh, on Facebook. Also, you can go to our website or our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Please, if you stop by the stream, would you say hi? Would you? Maybe you can... Answer some questions I had about the alligator. I would like to hear that. I'd like to hear from you, whatever. Anyway, um, terrific Friday afternoon. Hey, it's too. is it too early for me to tell you? No, it isn't. Your weekend has begun. That's it. All right, Christy. I'm hitting that button. Oh, is that the, is that the right button? Oh, good. I hit the right button. All right, coming up next. Why should we get back to church? Is it going to make any difference whatsoever? Or is it just the same thing if I watch in my pajamas as if I sit in like the sixth pew? We'll find out next. Michelle Van Loon, Friday edition, next. 101.5 WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. The word host comes from a Hebrew word and a Greek word, and it means a well-trained army. One that is prepared for war. Angels, you see, respond just like soldier under a general's command. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, Angels, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning roofing platinum preferred contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Weatherproof your next adventure with our newly redesigned AccuWeather mobile app. Now featuring the expanded four-hour minute cast so you can plan with confidence. Navigate through the app for your daily, hourly, and minute-by-minute forecasts, all while maintaining the same level of accuracy and trusted features you've always relied on from AccuWeather. Download the new AccuWeather app today, available now in the App Store on iOS and in the Google Play Store. Looking for a school that supports your goals as Christian parents? Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin is partnering with this station to offer half off your first year's tuition. For families across 15 South Hills districts, this makes a true discipleship-modeled approach to education twice as affordable. Elementary through high school graduation, now offering five-day pre-K for three- and four-year-olds. Cornerstone Prep, preparing Christian students for life after graduation. Get half off a year's tuition while it lasts at wordfm.com slash tuitions. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. 
Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. I've been on staff at a church here in Pittsburgh for uh, more than two decades. And when COVID hit, because my responsibility is worship leading, I had a, a you know, I had to figure out how to do it online, just like all of us had to figure out what we were doing online. And um, one of the things that was curious to me once I started doing it is that I didn't miss being in person. I like... I, I, it was exciting to be at home and like not because all the stuff I was doing was pre-recorded, right? We weren't doing it live, so it was exciting to be at home. And I hadn't slept in on a Sunday, you know, since I was a mother with no or with a, a, a wife with no children. Like I have done this for so long, and I've gotten up at the crack of dawn on Sunday. This was like. I don't know. It was like a retreat. It was awesome. Anyway, so as the, as COVID was going on, as the months were going, I thought, well, this is really interesting. Like, I just, I'm good with this. Like, I don't miss it. Well, the time came when uh, the church said, you know, we're getting back together. We're doing this in person. And I thought, okay, you know, and I got up early and I went in and did my thing. And I'm telling you, as soon as I walked in the room, I thought, I cannot believe how much I miss this. Now, isn't that weird that all this time that I was at home thinking I didn't miss it, it was no big deal. Like my life was the same. I was actually even a little happier. As soon as I walked in the room, I was like, oh my gosh, what have I been thinking for the last six months? We're talking to Michelle Van Loon coming up next. Michelle is a author of several books, including Born to Wander, Recovering the Value of Our Pilgrim Identity, and her most recent, Becoming Sage, Cultivating Meaning, Purpose, and Spirituality in Midlife. It's so good to see you on Zoom, Michelle. Welcome back. Wait, hold on. Oh, we're... Great to be with you Ter- again. Terrific. So... Okay. So you heard that story. Is that, that, is that a surprise to you? You know, I'm hearing kind of a two-track story. So let me just ask you a question, yeah. if I could. Yeah. What was it about being back in person that kind of, you know, encouraged you, excited you? It was um, like going home. You. It was like going home. I mean, I don't, okay. I, there was so, like, all of a sudden I walk in the room and it's like, I don't know. It's like flooded with memories, right? And all of a sudden, the people are there who I haven't seen. And well, I don't know what that. There were, you know, several different times. Maybe six months at one point. Maybe three months. There were all these people. It, the place smelled like church. It was the carpet. You know, the weird stains were in the same place, and it was kind of like heartwarming. I don't know. It was. It wasn't my pajamas, and it, it wasn't at home. It was church. That's, that's the best I can say. Well, it's interesting as I have talked to people, um, a lot of the focus of my writing over the last decade has been with people in the second half of their lives. And I'm hearing 
kind of two different things that might be kind of instructive to this conversation. I'm hearing from some, um, I like sitting in my recliner in yeah. my pajamas, drinking coffee and not having to deal with, you know, greeting time and getting there, you know, and being present, physically present and on someone else's schedule. So I'm hearing some people that are finding that that is kind of a nice way to be. I'm hearing from other people the same thing that you said, which is, oh, I missed physically being present with people. And I think for, for church leaders and for church attenders alike, there's probably a couple of big lessons in this. First of all, God doesn't waste anything. So yeah, I've thought about I think that. The, the thing that is sad or that can be sad is for people to say, oh, well, that's over. And now we're getting back to, you know, we'll whatever just, life was. We're just going to go back to the way it was. Right. As, as if that's possible, we've all changed. You know, a lot of us, some have had financial changes. Certainly a number of people listening um, have either been sick themselves or lost a relative perhaps, or are dealing with ongoing health concerns. So pretending that, you know, this was just kind of an unwelcome say la pause in the regularly scheduled program, I think misses the opportunity that we all have to think about why we're doing what we're doing. All right. And um, the, the question um, of why we are doing what we're doing um, kind of comes down to what happened when you went back into the church building, which is, oh, I missed this community mm -hmm. of people. I missed seeing them. I missed physically being present with them that a lot of us have had as we've gone back. My husband and I have gone back in a very cautious way. I've got a lot of weird health problems. So I'm one of those people that'll be wearing a mask long after a lot of other people won't be. So take a look on, on Zoom if you're watching, because this is the whole face. But um, in church, I'm still wearing a mask. Um, I, I think we can get great music online. We can get great sermons online. And they don't even have to come from our church. Right. And a lot of people kind of found that the smorgasbord of teaching and worship music was a lot bigger than maybe what's offered at their local church in the pandemic. But what can't be duplicated is that that sense of community yes. or that promise of community. Yep. You're, ab you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. That's the thing, right? Michelle Van Loon is with us. She's the author of a terrific book you can find right now, Becoming Sage, Cultivating Meaning, Purpose, and Spirituality in Midlife. She's also a regular contributor to her bunch of places, and you can follow her on Twitter. So, Michelle, you mentioned that you have a lot of weird health problems, and so, you know, you're in a different situation than a lot of people. So talk about that. You've got some immune deficiencies, and 
so your choice to go back to church was, I don't know, fraught with a lot more things than mine was. Um, so for those of us, so, so for those of us who are thinking like, okay, let's just go back, let's get rid of the masks. We, you know, we all got vaccines. What's the big deal? Um, give us your read on that. Well, that is probably true. But just a couple of weeks ago, I got together with a couple of people from my church. And I made the assumption that we were all vaccinated. We all sat at a table. We chit-chatted for an hour. It was great to be present. And we swapped some pictures of, of grandkids and, you know, all of that good stuff. And as after I left, I learned that one woman there had not been vaccinated and she participated you know, just with the rest of us, sat with the rest of us. And um, it's been more than two weeks and it's fine. But we can make assumptions, um, but we're not out of the woods yet. You know, I a lot of people want to be out of the woods, no one more than me. But um, the the challenge is that it's hard to tell where people are at. And so going back for people that are getting chemo or have mm -hmm. immunodeficiencies or are sickly or have a new baby comes with a, a different set of risks that are fraught. So, yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. Now, what about a, a question that would apply to every person, whether you like masks, hate masks, whether you're immunosuppressed, whether you're generally healthy, whatever it is, the question is, in the wake of what we've all experienced, what doesn't matter to me anymore about church? Right. Great. And I don't think that's a bad question to ask. I think some people feel like, oh, that's like I'm being mean to my church or I'm being ir irresponsible. No, I think it's I think it's like a good time to take stock and say, OK, what matters and what doesn't? Absolutely. I have been grateful in some of the conversations I talk and I read with a variety of church leaders outside of my own little world where I live here in Florida and um, the ones that seem like they're stewarding the experience that we've had and kind of are still in um, most responsibly are the ones that are asking, what is it that we're doing? There's a, a lot of churches pre-pandemic had calendars that were filled with busy yeah, work, yeah. filled with activities and the activities all had good intentions. But to go back to all of that busy work doesn't necessarily um, reflect what we've been through or what the Holy Spirit might be trying to cultivate in our lives. Yeah. Okay. All right. So asking the question, what do I, what don't I miss is okay. Mm -hmm. because, yes. may, because maybe that's an indicator that that was something that needs to go. Yes. And um, even if it was I, a good thing, Michelle, even if it was a good thing and it had its time, maybe the time is over. Maybe the time is over. And um, think of it maybe not in terms of disloyalty um, or not trusting your leaders or leaders, maybe not trusting yourselves and your program, but it's a stewardship question. God, if, if one thing that maybe we're all a little bit more aware of is that 
time is the one thing that we cannot duplicate. Right. We can't, we can't get it back once it's gone. And so being able to think about why we're doing what we're doing and what the community around us is experiencing right now um, and continuing to experience is going to change or it should the way that we think about mission and our neighbors as well as yeah, yeah, yeah. what our life at church is. Yeah, that's a good word. Okay, last question for you, Michelle, before we have to break. Um, I think that maybe some people are afraid to go back to church because they're afraid of the stuff. They're afraid of the busy. They're afraid of that feeling of being overwhelmed, their, their schedule being packed. They like this era of kind of being able to hang back, do fewer things, stay at home. And I'm concerned that that fear of packing the schedule is one of the things preventing people from actually going back. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if maybe the two of us can, you know, give people permission to go mm -hmm. back, but not re-engage with the, with everything they were doing before. And not, to not re-engage, um, a lot of times the good is the enemy of the best, right? Yeah. And so all of these good things, um, honestly, as much as I like uh, a buffet, um, when you slap it all on the plate, it just becomes a, a mess. Yeah. And so, you know, to be able to honor your time, honor your your spiritual palate, if there's such a thing, and that, that makes it sound like we're consumers. The point is in a consumers, because being in community is uncomfortable. When we're with people, we're going to be with people that don't vote the same way as we do, or don't like the song that you picked this week, Kathy, or, Boy, you Michelle, know, I've never heard that. I, I know, it's shocking. I've been involved <laughs> in worship, and yeah. people have feelings. Yeah. But that's the thing about community is that we don't get to, um, you know, kind of door dash our faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we have to figure out what we can live with and what we're called to. So it isn't a matter of going back and pretending none of this has happened or is happening. It's a matter of going back in 2021 and trying to be able to learn from where we've been. Great. Why are we doing what we're Great. doing? Great. And not take on all the things that we were doing before out of some kind of obligation. Just go back and then do an assessment later on, right? But don't let that fear of all that other stuff keep you right. away. Right. And church leaders, this is this should be an ongoing question anyway. Why are you doing yeah, what yeah, you're that, doing? That's a, that's a good point too. This isn't the only time we can ask that question. We can keep it's. We should continue to ask that because it's really easy to just get sucked into running programs and lose sight of pastoral. Of what the heck we're doing? Right. Yeah. Why are we doing why this? Do, listen we to Michelle. Community. She's wondering why we're doing this. Okay. So don't say yes to the stuff you don't want to do. All right. Michelle Van Loon, author of a whole bunch of things, the latest being Becoming Sage, Cultivating Meaning, Purpose, and Spirituality in Midlife. Michelle, I love you. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. Love say hi to Say hi to Florida. Oh, I bet it's, it's hotter. hotter here. I bet it's hotter here.
Drusky Entertainment proudly presents Crowder live in concert. The Milk and Honey Tour, 8 p.m. November 4th at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder live this November at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. A Drusky Entertainment event. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Do you remember what was kept in a spring house? If you're an old timer, you know that a spring house was used for storing fresh cold milk. In 84 Pennsylvania, we have another kind of spring house. Our spring house is an old-fashioned country store filled with all kinds of old-time gifts, great country foods, and you guessed it, fresh cold milk. You see, the spring house in 84 is also a dairy farm where we milk our own cows, pasteurize and homogenize the milk, and sell it all through the store. We've had people tell us it has to be some special kind of gourmet milk. We don't add anything to the cow's diet or to the milk. It's just nature's purest, most perfect food, and we love the way our customers love it. We also make a chocolate milk you would think is a chocolate shake, an old-fashioned buttermilk that people drive miles to get, and a 40% heavy cream that's wonderful for luscious desserts. Our 2% and our skim are the greatest sellers. Come and try some Springhouse milk at the Springhouse in 84. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, tune in, and on Radio.com, 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. It'll be cloudy and humid tonight with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. We'll see a low tonight of 69. Tomorrow, cloudy and humid with a couple of thunderstorms. Outdoor plans can be impacted tomorrow. We'll see a high of 76. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies and humid with a low of 62. Sunday will be rather cloudy with a shower in the area. We'll see a high Sunday of 78. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The alligator already getting traction. I've heard from three people. One person on uh, our uh, Facebook feed right now. I'd love to hear from you on our Facebook feed. You know, we broadcast the show every day. I'm here alone in the studio 
by myself because John Hall's taking a day off. Christy's in a whole other room. I would love to hear from you. So find us on Facebook, 101.5 Word FM, or the Ride Home with John and Kathy. Put some comment there, people. I mean, I'll say hi. I'll respond and say something silly. If you want to put like an alligator emoji like Grace did, I'd be happy to see it. Anyway, I've gotten two emails in the last 10 minutes about the alligator. We'll talk more about that as the show unfolds. All right. Los Angeles. Citing continued increases in transmission of COVID-19, the L.A. County Department of Public Health is re-implementing a mandate requiring residents to wear masks while indoors, regardless of their vaccination status. People, I'm going to explode. The county previously only recommended mask wearing indoors. The new mandate will take effect 11.59 p.m. on Saturday. Um, So here's the thing. This comes as the city reported a nearly 300 percent increase in COVID-19 cases in the last two weeks. So if you live in L.A. County, uh, there is going to be a mandate starting on Saturday that we're back to masks. Everybody inside, regardless of vaccination status. All right. So do we need to talk about the mask thing again? Like we've only had the conversation 300,000 times. I do have a couple things, though, I, I want to just say. One is that um, the Delta variant of COVID-19 is nothing to mess around with. Okay, if you haven't had a vaccine, I'm going to tell you right now that I had a friend who passed away at age 34 from this five days ago. Okay, we're not screwing around. Um, this was a young woman with a young child. She was pregnant at the time. And she lost her life because the Delta variant is incredibly difficult to conquer. So I hope that that scares you a little bit. I do. I know that the vaccine has risks associated with it. I recognize that. But you have to know the risks associated with COVID-19. If you choose to not get a vaccine, that's your that's your gig. I just felt like I needed to say that. Um, the second thing is, why are we... We get a vaccine so that if someone else doesn't, it doesn't impact us, right? That is how it works, right? I'm trying to follow the science here, right? So if I have a vaccine and Christy decides that she's not going to get a vaccine, that's up to her. That's her decision, okay? But if she gets COVID, then if I have a vaccine, the idea is it's not going to impact me. I mean, right? That's why we did this. I mean, I recognize that there's some concern about the variants. I understand that. But every study I have read, and I read studies every single day about the efficacy of the Pfizer vaccine, of the Moderna vaccine, of the J&J vaccine, okay? Every study is showing that even the Delta variant is not conquering these vaccines. Now, yes, there are breakthrough cases. There are breakthrough cases in every single illness that is is uh, ameliorated by a vaccine. That's not a shock, right? So there are going to be breakthrough cases. However, for the most part, if you've got COVID-19 and you have a vaccine, you're not going to be nearly as sick as you would if you would not have had it. Okay, I think that's the last thing I'm going to say. I just feel bad for the people of LA. And, you know, as we're, as we're here in Pittsburgh... And we're experiencing what just seems like a wonderful summer of people being out and about and, you know, seeing friends and doing. Take a moment and thank God that we're in a part of the world where that is that's happening because I've got dear friends who live in Indonesia who are living some kind of some kind of hell story right now because of what is going on with COVID-19. So anyway, so stay careful. In my opinion, get a vaccine, but it's up to you. All right, coming up next, we need to break. Rebecca Hopkins, 
She and her sister are on a mission to try new things as they emerge from lockdown and not give in to all those fears that we've all had. We're going to talk about it next. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy. But today was just Kathy. So would you get online? Find us on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy or 101.5. WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Somebody has described our generation this way. We are a needy generation, too ignorant to explain life, and too weak to overcome it. But it need not be you if you will discover a wonderful truth called Kingdom Authority. Hear more of Adrian Rogers' series, The Incredible Power of Kingdom Authority, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. What is the most exciting day of your life? Surprisingly for Neil Armstrong, it wasn't the day he landed on the moon. When Armstrong, a devout Christian, visited Israel in 2007, the government assigned archaeologist Mir Ben Dove as his personal guide. At the Hulda Gate atop stairs leading to the Temple Mount, Armstrong asked if Jesus might have walked there. Ben Dove responded yes. As a Jew, Jesus certainly used these steps many times visiting the temple. As Armstrong walked them, he said, I have to tell you, I'm more excited stepping on these stones than I was stepping on the moon. January is much warmer in Israel than here. But as you walk the footsteps of Jesus, the real warmth will be in your heart as you feel the same emotions Neil Armstrong felt. Visiting Israel may just be the greatest experience in your life. Imagine Tours is offering a 10-day Israel tour leaving Pittsburgh January 10th. For more information, visit pgh22.com or call 724-287-5151. That's pgh22.com. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 83121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. Now that life is returning to normal, let us help by getting you out of your unused timeshare. Lone Star Transfer has an A-plus rating and hundreds of excellent reviews with the BBB. We guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. For the best customer service and a free consultation, call 844-284-4860 or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. I don't know. Sometimes when you think back on the last year and a half, you think, I really, you know, I've been back in the studio here maybe, I think this is our fourth, we're closing out our fourth week. 
I think I miss the times when I was at home and, you know, I could work out an hour before the show and then take a quick shower and be ready to go. I mean, those days are past. Um, but I think for a lot of people, it goes even deeper than that. I think people are afraid of getting back out. I think they're afraid of interacting with people. I think, you know, oh my gosh, did I forget how to have a conversation with somebody? Did I forget how to make eye contact? Did I, I mean, there's a lot of anxieties um, that we're all living through right now. And uh, boy, I love this story about Rebecca Hopkins, who's our next guest. Rebecca's a journalist living in Colorado. She spent 14 years in Indonesia and writes about international nonprofit work. But I want to try hear about Try New Things, which is what she and her sister are doing. Rebecca, welcome back. Hi, it's great to be here. Nice to see you. Okay, so these anxieties, we all understand them. This is a common thing. Um, but you're kind of taking a different tack. Tell me about it. Yeah. Okay. So I lived in Indonesia for 14 years and, you know, I had to, I had to face a lot of fears while I was there and I had to learn a lot of new things. I had to learn another language. I had to learn how to drive on the other side of the world. I had to navigate a lot of new sicknesses, tropical diseases, that kind of thing. Um, and then I landed in America two years ago and shortly thereafter we're in this brave new world. And um, the one thing I had going for me is all throughout my years in Indonesia, I found ways to talk to my sister, Amy, on the other side of the world. She would send me a WhatsApp message and I would get it in the morning because it's, you know, opposite right. day and night. And so we worked through a lot of things together. So this past few months as we're emerging from lockdown and trying to figure out how to navigate this new world, um, we had this crazy idea one day after having a lot of chocolate cake um, that we would purposely lean into how to try new things. And so we actually created a podcast, it's called Trying Life. And we are basically just trying to live a life of creativity and adventure. I'm okay. trying to do that here in America where um, I don't need a passport, but still want to have some adventures. Okay, I love this. All right, so what what have you tried? Well, okay, the first Or what do you think, tried... and what are you dreaming of trying? And maybe, maybe you're still too scared. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we definitely have like the list of things that, you know, after we sleep on it, we're like, yeah, maybe we won't try that. I don't think that <laughs> but, was a good um, idea. We did take a tap, a tap dance class together. I have, have you tap any... danced before? No. And I I took like ballet when I was five or six, you know, like, <laughs> oh, this please, is not you must well. have been really bad. Oh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so my sister and I, we come up with different ideas. The tap dance class, that was her, that was her idea. Um, and we could go to one free class. I'm like, look, if it doesn't cost me anything except some, you know, embarrassment, I don't know, some embarrassment. Yeah, I'll, I'll try it. And it was, a, it was just the two of us. Cause it was, you know, still kind of quiet. Um, but it was fun. It wait, was, wait, 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 it was just the two of you in the class. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's Goodness. so awesome. That's so awkward. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, and then this group of like these other ladies came in right after us and they were amazing and they were like twice our age, but way better. So there's, there's goals. We can have goals like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's still time. Sure. Of course. <laughs> of course. Okay. So what else? Okay. So another thing we tried, um, well, okay. So I live in Colorado and okay. there is this mile up staircase, outdoor staircase on Pike's peak. That's 2,768 steps straight up it's it's very steep holy cow and it's very hard <laughs> so i did try that did you do it i, I did it uh wow i mean <laughs> it's hard and you know what just taking like one step at a time that old expression yeah yeah it's 
not enough when there's when there's 2768 like it will take you forever how long did so it take like, you um i think about an hour um, i can't believe it didn't take you longer than that well i know and well so there were a lot of people going much faster you could tell who the native coloradans okay. who've been here forever and do it like on a weekly basis you could tell who they were just there was one guy bare feet was going up there with like a guitar strapped to it i hate i really hate overachievers Right, exactly. Yeah. Another thing we tried, so we learned this concept concept of a micro adventure. So, you know, we're still, you know, this was as we're trying these things, there's still some limitations, right? Okay. So um, a micro adventure is this idea of doing something that's kind of close to home that is just maybe a little bit outside your comfort zone, but doesn't take too much money or too much effort. You can do it in a day. You can do it in a few hours. So we had this great idea that we were going to go roller skating, find some place to go roller skating outside in our 40s. Okay. Do you know how to roller <laughs> skate? Again, yeah. Well, we didn't want to spend too much money. So I borrowed my son's roller blades. He's my size now. He's oh. 13. And then <laughs> my sister be used my kid's scooter. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. That, that's the low budget approach. The, I can't imagine yeah. that went too well either. Well, and the thing was that we had just had this late spring snow. And so we picked this one cute little mountain town and we thought, okay, we'll find some sidewalks. We'll skate around. But you know, like after it just snows, you've got like those, like after it melts, you know, it's got all these little pebbles. Oh yeah. We live with that for about six months here. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, it was a little rough. We kind of figured out there's like categories of like skatable towns and not so right. skatable. So this is on our list of not so not skatable. skatable towns. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So wait, let me break in and say we're talking to Rebe- Rebecca Hopkins. She's a journalist who lives in Colorado and she's trying new things. This is her new podcast. It's called Try New Things. She's doing it with her sister. This is her way of combating the anxiety that has come from the COVID-19 era. What, I mean, has this changed you? Has it changed your sister? Well, and see, that's the thing is we sit there and we talk through it. You know, we kind of debrief with each other. I mean, we've learned some things about ourselves. Um, I tend to be a bit more of the go-getter, like, let's just try it. Don't think about it too much. Let's just walk 2,700 steps. Let's just do that. (laughs) Exactly. My sister's a little bit more cautious, but she's more the creative type. And um, so, you know, I think we've learned that uh, one of the biggest hurdles um, for me is not so much the fear of, like, Per, uh, physical danger. It's more of the, um, you know, just the fail, the, the fear of failure. Like I just want to, I want to succeed at it. Right. Sure, right. Right. Um, and my sisters learn more of the kind of the more the physical danger and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, so you have different fears. Yeah. Different fears. There's different obstacles we have to overcome when we're trying new things. Um, but you know, we're, we're being brave. We're getting out there. We're, we're trying life. We're okay. This. All right. So what, what do you think you would be doing or what maybe your mental process would be like if you wouldn't be doing this? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think that I would have, I think I had convinced myself that America wasn't quite as interesting as Indonesia. Yeah, sure. That my life, my, my exciting part of life is behind me. You know, I'm a mom, my kids can have excitement, but, but it's over now and, you know, sure, just right. kind of settle it, settle it. You can just fade away. Um, yeah, exactly. And it's been good to see that, no, I mean, you're only limited by what you don't try. Um, sure. And so, and you don't know what you like or don't like until you just attempt it. Like you can think right. about it. 
but it's not the same as actually physically doing it. Right. So thinking about tap dancing is not quite the same thing as tap dancing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay. So the things that are, that are remaining on your list, I mean, I don't want you to give away the crux of your podcast, but are there some like windows you can give us and to some things that are waiting for you? Well, I mean, again, we'll see what ends up we actually attempt well, sure. <laughs> because usually if we sleep on it, we're like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But um, I would like to try to learn how to do a pull-up. I've never done one. Listen, I'm not, I, I am working on that exact thing right now. Are you? Yes. I can't believe going? you said that badly. Thank you. <laughs> very, very poorly. Yeah. But that's okay. I feel like in another couple weeks, I'm going to be ready. Okay. It's, it's like slow and steady. It's slow and steady process. Okay. Yeah. Are you yeah. doing like a method? Because it's um, methods, right? I'm, use, I'm using the Nike training app is what I'm doing. Okay. There's a little okay. thing on there about how, kind of how to start. And, you know, I mean, I work out a lot, but I've just never been able to do that. Yeah, exactly. So I feel, I, <sighs> Rebecca, I'm going to call, I'm gonna call women, you if I'm able. Yes, please do. I want to, I want to know if you can do it. And I yeah. want to know how you did it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually tried this one other time and I couldn't get that far. Right. And I think I just need to like try it again. I understand. I understand. Okay, Rebecca, only a minute left, but I need to ask you, um, I was in Indonesia for the first time about a year ago, right before COVID hit. And I had such a terrific time. Um, and so my heart is just breaking for my friends there who are suffering with COVID. Um, and it's, it's just hit them so hard. So you want to say anything about your friends there? What do you know anything about how they're dealing with the virus? You know, ways that our listeners can pray for your friends too? definitely be praying it is it is a rough time right now i just saw an article that indonesia has the most cases in asia right now and they have limited medical resources right. i mean they have such a resilience and such a strong community which it's hard when when one of your biggest tools and strengths is your community and you still feel like you have to isolate it's been rough yeah definitely be praying thanks for yeah thanks for letting me know about yeah that. really really hard times there well rebecca terrific to see you coming out of this the right way i totally endorse your 2,700 vertical steps, whatever in the world that was. And uh, the pull-ups, we'll, I'm telling you, in three months, we're going to get there. Yeah, let's talk. Terrific. All right, that's Rebecca Hopkins. She's a journalist living in Colorado. Check out her brand-new co- podcast called Try New Things. Because, listen, we can sit here and just let the post-COVID anxiety eat us up, or we can get out there and do something. So try something new. Do what Rebecca does. Much more ahead. Friday edition, Ride Home. Thursday, August 12th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Join Grammy Award-winning artist Michael W. Smith and a host of others for Food for the Poor's national virtual celebration, We Are One. We come together to provide 10 million meals for desperately hungry children and families in countries like Katy. The event is complimentary, but reserve your space right now to receive a link to a silent auction of incredible trips to both national and international destinations. RSVP now at foodforthepoor.org forward slash one. That's foodforthepoor.org forward slash o. Learning has definitely changed these days. What hasn't changed is the unwavering support parents received from their local Christian school. Many were quick to adapt to the new normal with remote classes taught by caring teachers who pray for students and their families every day. With many schools offering half-price tuition for first-time enrollees, like Walnut Grove Christian School in West Mifflin, it's a great time to consider Christian education. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com tuitions. 
Hi, this is Robert Jermolowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorfitzburg.com. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Mike Badalini for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 11.30 a.m. here on WORD. You can also call Mike Badalini now for your complimentary customized retirement and income kit and 115-page retirement and income book at 844-449-SAFE. That's 844-449-7233. If you're drafting Drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. The world's happiest country. I know, you think it's America? Well, I guess none of us would say it's America based on how much we all fight. Anyway, the world's happiest country is Finland. Yes, Finland voted the world's happiest country. Um, you'd think that they would be lit deluged by people wanting to relocate there because everybody wants to be happy, right? But no, in fact, they're facing an acute workforce shortage. It looks like um, it's now widely acknowledged, says uh, a ruling authority there, someone in government, that we need a spectacular number of people to come to our country. With 39.2% of their um, population being over 65, it's second only to Japan in the extent of its aging population. So the government has warned that the nation of 5.5 million needs to practically double immigration levels to 20 to 30,000 a year to maintain public services and plug a looming pensions deficit. So here's an idea that someone came up with. Are you ready? They have trouble with deer and reindeer okay they hit them with their vehicles it becomes a big issue for those of you who've had an accident like this here in america you understand what they're talking about um there's a solution but before i i I bring this particular thing up because it could be insane um, i want to ask christy about this because christy our brand new producer on the other side of the glass uh, i find out has hit a deer recently well not recently well i mean recently okay tell us the story i mean it's COVID time yeah it's all recent so uh 2019 my previous job i worked for a church yeah we had a video shoot it went to 11 12 o'clock at night okay so coming home i live an hour away from this video shoot and just out of nowhere deer comes running across the street right across the road in my brand new two-week-old car 
No, you hit it with you. Did you hit it? Hit it. You hit it. How hit badly it. did you hit it? Um, bad enough that I needed like a new door and a new mirror, and oh, there's so still a small dent, and it's a lease. It's a, it's still a sad moment when I see the little dent. Okay, listen to this. The Finnish Reindeer Herders Association is hoping that if they paint deer with fluorescent paint, it will reduce the number of reindeer killed by cars. I'm all for it. They've tested it on fur, but they're thinking maybe they'll put it on their antlers. You think the deer's not going to mind that? Could be a public health health crisis in Finland. Much more in the 5 o'clock hour. Stay with us. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, Friday edition. Next. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A Republican senator says now is the time to show the world the perils of communism by reporting about the crackdown on Cuban demonstrators. Bob Agnew reports. Senator Rick Scott of Florida says this is the time for the president to use his bully pulpit. If Joe Biden would do his job right now, if he would start standing up and, and every day talk about this and get world leaders to talk about this. Scott also says the U.S. media should do a better job of showing the brutality of the Castro regime. Who's being kidnapped? Who's being beat up? All these things right now. Get it on television. Get it in the papers. Get it everywhere. Senator Rick Scott of Florida was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. Bob Agnew reporting. Rising COVID cases in L.A. County prompting officials to reintroduce wearing masks indoors even for those who have been vaccinated. Most of the new cases, the Delta variant. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 247 points. This is SRN News. The IRS doesn't mess around. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. Now that life is returning to normal, let us help by getting you out of your unused timeshare. Lone Star Transfer has an A-plus rating and hundreds of excellent reviews with the BBB. We guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. For the best customer service and a free consultation, call 844-284-4860 or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. It's Trinity Jewelers' 5th and annual half off half the store sale trinity invites you to bring your better half now through july 21st and get half off half the store 50 percent of all their jewelry will be going for 50 percent off select items up to 75 percent off so shop early for the best selection trinity jewelers half off half the store sale at trinity jewelers mount nebo road celebrating 21 years at their schoolhouse location ends july 21st visit trinityjewelers.com 
We all know there's a lot of pride that comes with having your own home. It's the biggest investment you'll ever make. It's the place you'll make your own. Angie is on a mission to help you love your home by taking on all the projects that come along with it. Angie takes all the help you could possibly need for your home and puts it right in the palm of your hand. When you download the Angie app, you can find a professional to fix an emergency leak when you need it. Handling your home has never been this straightforward. But now we have Angie, your home for everything home. Download it today. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. It'll be cloudy and humid tonight with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. We'll see a low tonight of 69. Tomorrow, cloudy and humid with a couple of thunderstorms. Outdoor plans can be impacted tomorrow. We'll see a high of 76. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies and humid with a low of 62. Sunday will be rather cloudy with a shower in the area. We'll see a high Sunday of 78. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program are pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Indeed, Kathy Emmons from the Word FM studios, but John Hall, my on-air partner, taking the day off. So I find myself alone in this place. Now, let me just say that before, I don't know, a year and a half ago, I would come in to the studio here. Seven Parkway Center. And it was just a room, right? And we did the show like we always did. And then maybe, I don't know, February, January of uh, 2020, we decided to make the move to video. And now it's like, I feel like I'm doing the show on the surface of the sun. I mean, there's so many, <laughs> so many lights in here. It's just a lot, people. Anyway, um, the reason we do all this, of course, is because our show is live on Facebook. I'm looking around at all the lights right now. And um, and so I, I'd love for you to weigh in. I'd love for you to tell me what you're doing this weekend. Comment on the alligator story, which I'm going to come back to in the 5 o'clock hour. That's gone. I got two more emails during the 5 o'clock news break about the alligator. Should I say so? I feel like, Christy, I should just reiterate the alligator story before we move on. You should. I think. Um, this was in the top four at four today. Uh, a Florida man told police officers he was, quote, <laughs> teaching it a lesson when he tried to throw a live alligator he had stolen from a miniature golf course onto the roof of a beachside cocktail lounge. Yep, that happened in Daytona Beach Shores, Florida. Um, The man was taken into custody and charged with, are you ready? Possession and injury of an alligator, which I didn't know was a crime. I'm glad it is. An unarmed burglary of an occupied dwelling, which I think is the miniature golf course. Theft and criminal mischief. Anyway, if you'd like to comment on that story, I sure want to hear what you have to say about it. So find us on Facebook uh, or Facebook Live 101.5 Word FM or The Ride Home with John and Kathy. All right. This is a story that came out in the New York Times yesterday that we didn't have a chance to talk about on yesterday's show. It is so amazing 
And I just have to share it with you. Um, this is a story by Vivian Wang and Joy Dong. And uh, I'm just going to read parts of it because I don't think I can say it any better than this. For nearly 24 years, the father crossed China by motorbike. With banners displaying photos of a two-year-old boy flying from the back of his bike, he traveled more than 300,000 miles, all in pursuit of one goal, finding his kidnapped son. This week, Guo Gangtang's search finally ended. He and his wife were reunited with their son, now aged 26, after the police matched their DNA, according to China's Public Security Ministry. 24 years, this man has been traversing China with a photograph of his two-year-old son on the back of his motorbike, trying to find him. In a scene captured by Chinese state television, the trio, mom, dad, and son, clung to each other tearfully at a news conference in Liaocheng, Mr. Guo's hometown, which is in the northern Shandong province. My darling, my darling, my darling. Mom sobbed as she embraced the young man. We found you, my son, my son. The apparent happy ending has captivated China, where Mr. Guo has become something of a folk hero. His cross-country odyssey, during which he said he was thrown from his bike at least once and slept outdoors when he couldn't afford a hotel, inspired a film back in 2015 called Lost and Love, starring a renowned Hong Kong actor. Now listen to this. You wonder, like, so how did this happen? Well, apparently, and this is an incredibly tragic statistic, but child abduction is a long-standing problem in China. Um, there are no official statistics on the number of children kidnapped each year, but officials at the Ministry of Public Security said this month they had located 2,609 missing or abducted children just this year. I mean, we're just in June, July. Various reports estimate the number of children abducted annually in China may be as high as 70,000. Okay, and you say, why is this happening? Well, listen, it's linked in part to China's one child policy. So people were so desperate for a son, right, under the one child policy, that they would pay somebody, they would pay a black market agency to go and kidnap a little boy and bring him into their house as their child. Chinese society has traditionally favored sons. Now listen to this. So going back to the story of, of, of the mom and the dad and the son, the son's name also named after his father, Guao Zinzen at birth. Um, he disappeared September 21st of 1997. He had been playing at the door of his home while his mom cooked inside, according to interviews that they gave over the years. A frantic Mr. Go and his wife, along with family, neighbors, and friends, instantly, when they realized he was gone, fanned out across the region to search for the boy. But after several months, the effort waned, of course, because nobody, where else are we going to look? That was when Mr. Guo attached large banners printed with his son's photo to the back of a motorcycle and set out to find his boy on his own. Son, where are you? The banner said, alongside an image of the boy in a puffy orange jacket. And at the bottom, it read, Dad is looking for you to come home. Over the years, he wore out 10 motorcycles, traveling from the south to the north, chasing down any tidbits of information he could find. Once on a rainy day, a rock slipped off a truck bed in front of him, sending his motorcycle toppling. He had so many near-miss incidents that he lost count, but he always set out again. If I'm at home, 
the human trafficker is not going to come and deliver him back to me, he said, so I have to be out there. Anyway, just last month, law uh, enforcement officials received notice of a potential match for his son in the Henan province, according to the Public Security Ministry. It was not immediately clear how the officials had identified him, though they said they had used the newest comparison and search methods. Further blood work confirmed that the 26-year-old man who some local news reports said was working as a teacher was, in fact, their son. Authorities later said they had arrested a woman and a man in the case. According to the state news media, uh, the woman snatched the boy and delivered him to Mr. Who, who then sold him later to a family. Um, The two have confessed. So the end of the story is that um, the young man, can you imagine how shocked you'd be? Can you imagine how shocked you'd be being 26 years old and finding out that your parents aren't your parents? Anyway. The kid, uh, the kid who's 26 years old, has said that he is going to remain with the family that raised him because that's the only family that he knows. But he said um, he is going to visit his natural mom and dad regularly. So when the elder, Mr. Guo, after all this effort to find his son, they said, how do you, you know, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about, you know, him saying he's going to stay with his mom and dad who aren't really his mom and dad after all you've done? He said this, quote, if the child wants to be filial to his adopted parents, then you just need to openly and sincerely accept that. Our child has been found, he said, from now on, only happiness is left. What a story. Gosh. How great the Father's love, right? Anyways, the Friday edition of The Ride Home. We'd love to hear from you. Coming up next, what about systemic things? Do they impact us really? We'll talk about that next. Karen Swallow Fryer. Oh, right. I almost forgot we were talking to Marcia at the Spring House. It's a Friday. This is what we do. It's what, 5.13? My stomach's starting to rumble. Christy's been complaining about being hungry for three, four hours at this point. I mean, it's long past time. We should be talking to Marsha at the Spring House. Marsha, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Pat? Listen, this is the time when you start talking about, like, food and ice cream or whatever. It just gets painful to be here. <laughs> I need to run some over to you, don't I? That is for sure. Marsha, what's coming up this weekend at the Spring House? Well, it's kind of a peaceful weekend, which is kind of nice. Okay. Um, but we have a produce table full of yummy sweet corn and summer tomatoes and zucchini and onions and even some apples. And, of course, we're serving oodles of ice cream concoctions right now, strawberry ice cream shortcake, uh, peeking turtles, mud-covered dirt balls. All kinds of yummy stuff. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, so after all of the celebrations that we've had, maybe this is the weekend where we just go and hang out at the spring house. Is that right, Marsh? (laughs) That's good. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. I like it. Well, we love you, Marsh. And for all of you who've never been to the Spring House, what the heck are you waiting for? You guys, just get yourself to 84PA. You will not regret it. It is a family-owned, a family-run company with some of the greatest chocolate milk that there has ever been on planet Earth. Find out more, wordfm.com. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New music. Brand new is brand new from Kobe James. You make me brand new. What if by Matthew West? What if today's the only day? And 
May Angelus never want to go back. And I don't want to go back. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend, sun's out and shades are in. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price on our most popular outdoor shades. And transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light-filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. Plus, right now, we're offering up to 35% off everything, making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Visit Blinds.com today to shop up to 35% off site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin provides preparation for life, supporting the goals of Christian families across 15 South Hills districts. At Cornerstone Prep, pre-K through 12th grade students are equipped through biblical discipleship and authentic education that features the arts, sports, AP, and dual credit courses, and a heavy STEAM emphasis that ensures Christian students are fully ready for life after graduation. Now offering five-day pre-K for three- and four-year-olds, Cornerstone Prep, preparation for life at cornerstoneprep.net. Systemic racism. Oh my gosh, it makes everybody so mad, right? It either makes some people upset to hear the word because they think, I'm not racist. Why does everybody keep talking about me like I'm a racist? Then it makes other people who have experienced what they think is systemic racism mad at the people who don't want to talk about systemic racism and think it's not them. Or there are people who are on social media who just feel like because of their political party, they need to come down on one side. Yes, there is systemic racism. The other side, no, there is no systemic racism. And sadly, I don't think we ever really talk about what it might be before we can decide what we think about it. Because it's just so loaded from the very start. So if you join with me today and just like take a moment and let's kind of try to leave our preconceived ideas about it behind and just have a conversation between friends and just kind of bat it around and see where we end up. If we all end up in a different place, that's okay, but at least we had the conversation. I've invited Karen Swallow Pryor to have this conversation with me because she wrote a really interesting piece about this subject just last week for Religion News Service. And uh, Karen's been a friend of ours for a long time on the show, research professor of English and Christianity and Culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, the author of a bunch of books most recently on reading well, finding the good life through great literature. Karen, thanks for being here, my friend. Hey, it's good to be with you, Kathy. Okay, so... Everybody's going to be mad at something either you say or I say, but I think we're just going to accept that before we even start the conversation. Okay. So you wrote this piece for Religion News Service about systemic racism, um, and I think you've made an interesting analogy, but let's talk about systemic racism first. So um, I don't know if it's possible to define terms, but maybe I just ask you, Karen, how do you see it? What do you think systemic racism is? Well, there, you know, there's different issues out there. Um, there's an echo. I don't know if the producer can take care of it. Um, 
but it, it it refers to racism that is not just in the individual or or us as people, um, but in our system, which yeah. includes laws, culture, institutions, and it doesn't have to be intentional or um, present in our laws. Obviously, our laws changed. But it's part of our culture. Yeah. Karen, I'm going to interrupt you for a minute. Are, did you say you're hearing an echo? Yes. Okay. All right. You know what, Christy? Let's hang up with Karen and let's give her a call back. All right. I know it's really annoying. Um, sometimes that happens. We're not sure what the deal is with that. It's something that afflicts those of us who have cell phones. Um, but anyway, so let's take a break from Karen. She'll be back with us in just a minute. Um, okay. So when I think about systemic racism... I think about um, the kind of systems that each one of us lives in anyway, right? I think of like the systems that impact us, whether it's um, our system of of laws, our system of justice, our system of the fact that, you know, if I, um, if I speed, if I go 125 miles an hour in a 55 zone, I'm going to understand that there's going to be you know, a price to pay. There's going to be a result of that. So that's, that's a kind of system that we live in, right? We understand that, you know, if I go over and, you know, I steal stuff from my neighbor's house, that there's going to be a price I'm going to have to pay. That's a system that we live in, right? I also understand that if I get up at four in the morning and I'm playing really loud music, my uh, neighbors are going to be mad, right? So that's another system we live in. Um, when you go into your church, there are some things that are okay to do in your church that probably wouldn't be okay to do in my church. So, you know, when I go in on Sunday mornings, there are people who walk in there in shorts and people who wear jeans and, you know, clothing is not, you know, there's, there's no dress code. Some of you listening to this are probably thinking, you know, that's crazy. You know, you should be dressed up to go to, that's just a system, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean that you're implicated in a bad way because your church has a certain dress code or there's a certain thing that's acceptable in your neighborhood. It's just a statement of what is. Um, we're going to try Karen Swallow Pryor back in the program. Karen, is that better? Hello, let's see the echo is still there. Is it still there? Okay, Karen. Okay, so let's try to have the conversation. We'll see what happens, and we'll try to fix it. Um, and may, perhaps it'll fade as it goes along. When you were gone, Karen, I was just talking about the fact that just understanding the systems that we live in um, is not necessarily an indictment, though it can be. It's just a recognition of what is. Do you say? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so if it's just a statement of what is, um, then when we talk about systemic racism um, and things get really hot fast and people get really upset quickly, um, how can understanding that, uh, that it's just describing a system kind of help us to simmer a little bit? Well, again, I think that people are sensitive about this issue because it feels like a personal accusation. Okay. Because we're used to hearing the term racism being located you know, within a, a person or attitude. But if we understand that it's just part of our culture um, and it's similar in the way that I wrote about to the, uh, to the sexual revolution, which is part of our culture, and it just it affects the way we think and the way we perceive people. And the, the effects linger for a long time. Hmm. All right. So um, 
let's cut to the chase of the article. I want to get to the heart of it, Karen, because I know it's from your end with the echo. It's annoying. I want you to know we can't hear that on our end, so you sound just fine. Um, you just keep talking, Kathy, and I'll nod along. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so what I would say, Karen, is um, you know we know what the sexual revolution did in America. We see evidence of it every day if we watch music videos, if we you know look at anything really on YouTube, if we look at what is a PG-rated movie, what's an R rated movie. I mean, the sexual revolution has absolutely changed the type of environment we live in. It changes the music we listen to. It changes the stuff that we hear on the radio. It's everything. And as the church, Karen, um, we have become, we're, we're conversant with this. We recognize that this is a challenge that we have to live with. And there are temptations because of the sexual revolution that we as Christians need to deal with every moment of every day. And we recognize that it's a battle. Um, so, in writing about this, Karen, you say that perhaps if we thought about the sexual revolution and really our understanding as Christians of how to live with it in the same way that we would take in information about um, systemic racism, maybe we would hear it differently. Yes? Yeah, that, that's what it, I have a hard time understanding because most of us as Christians recognize the effects of the sexual revolution, as you just talked about. And so the effects of a different spin, is racism, um, are very similar. Yeah. All right, Karen, I love you. I'm going to let you go because I'm sure that this is really painful on your end. Um, and I really appreciate you doing this and being on the show today. But let's let's push it off till next week and try to come up with another time where we can actually have the conversation the right way. Okay, thanks for having me. All right, that's Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor. Um, She is a terrific author, and I want to recommend her book on reading well, finding the good life through great literature. She wrote a uh, an article for the Religion News Service that was picked up by the Washington Post called "Don't Believe in Systemic Racism." Let's talk about the sexual revolution. Let me say one thing before we close out. Um, It's really well. Here's the thing. Karen's point about the sexual revolution, I think, is a good one. And it is the fact that um, we can't go somewhere to escape it in America. You know, it just, it's a thing, as I said, that is. Um, And we have made our peace with it in some ways. Um, So we as Christians recognize that this is the soup we swim in. Um, this is just what it is. We're going to raise kids here and we're going to have a life and we're going to go to work and we're going to try to honor Christ in spite of all of the temptations that are all around us. And we're going to do our best to uh, form in our minds the attitude, the mind of Christ through the grace of God, that we would learn to resist temptation, that we would learn to live godly lives, that we would learn to be winsome in our witness But all the time we would recognize that there's a lot stacked against us and it's going to be a tough battle. With systemic racism, I think, and Karen thinks because she's the one that wrote the article, that maybe we can learn something there. Maybe instead of saying, well, you know what, I don't understand what the systemic racism thing is because I'm not racist and my mom and dad weren't racist and my husband isn't racist and my kids aren't racist. So if it's systemic, it doesn't impact me. And so don't blame me for it. And I think it's overblown. Instead of saying that, maybe we just consider, and you might reject it, but maybe we could consider the option that maybe racism exists in our country in the same way. We know that the historic story of America 
is that there was racism. We know that. We know that slavery was an evil that had to be conquered. We know that many, many men and women lost their lives through that struggle. Um, we know that was a real thing. And so in the same way that we recognize that our sexually obsessed culture impacts us and we have to fight against it, what if we looked at our culture and thought, okay, so maybe our culture in a lot of ways is racist and maybe that impacts us too, even if we don't mean it to, even if we don't want it to, and maybe that's the thing we need to fight against. It's something to think about. I don't know. Instead of seeing the word and going right from zero to 10 in anger or in zero to 10 opinion, I don't know. Maybe it's the time to just open up our minds and say, okay, let's dial down the temperature and let's hear from somebody else. That's what Karen Swallow Pryor has brought to Religion News Service this week. Okay, we're going to take a break. And you know what? I'd love to hear your feedback on that. We're live on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy, um, or 101.5 Word FM. Um, a whole bunch of people have weighed in here. I'd love to hear your thoughts about systemic racism. Do you think it's a thing? Do you think it's not a thing? Is this um, perspective of Karen's, is it helpful for you? Has it changed anything for you? Or are you every bit, I don't know, as mad or frustrated about it as you were before? Love to hear from you. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, 101.5 Word FM on Facebook. We are going to take a break. And when we come back talked about this at the beginning of the show um craft has unveiled a new variety of mac and cheese and it's not good i'll just tell you right now it's not good maybe you'll like it i don't know we'll talk about it next friday edition right home dare we say these have been unprecedented yeah, times i hear that word that term one more time take it as you may right we have gone through all of us a very weird difficult time mm -hmm. these past 15 plus months now, if you've had a child, whether elementary school, high school, college, mm. how do you navigate that? God bless you as you went through that period. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that the truth? Every possible challenge. So we had kids at Grove City College, and they laid out a plan. Of course, there were some pitfalls along the way. Nothing's perfect. But through COVID and through the oddness of it all, they made it through. And and made it more than just working through the process, I would say that many students flourished yeah. at Grove City. Yeah. That's the surprising thing, isn't it? I mean, first of all, having an in-person graduation was terrific. Yeah. But even more than that, looking back on the year and thinking, yeah, the students survived it. But I really think there was significant growth that happened in large part because of how the Grove City administration and faculty handled their interactions with students on a daily basis. Amen. So if you've got a job thinking about that next step in life, we'd suggest you look hard at Grove City College online, gcc.edu. It's excellence, Grove City College. November 4th, Drusky Entertainment proudly presents Crowder Live in Concert. The Milk and Honey Tour, 8 p.m. November 4th at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder, live this November at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland, a Drusky Entertainment event. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. 
From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in, and at radio.com. On today's episode of America's Least Wanted, the home invaders most likely to threaten your family are not human. Cockroaches can spread salmonella and trigger asthma attacks. Termites destroy billions of dollars in property each year. And stinging insects send half a million people to emergency rooms. Learn how to protect your family. Arm yourself with the facts at pestworld.org. A public service announcement from the National Pest Management Association. It'll be cloudy and humid tonight with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. We'll see a low tonight of 69. Tomorrow, cloudy and humid with a couple of thunderstorms. Outdoor plans can be impacted tomorrow. We'll see a high of 76. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies and humid with a low of 62. Sunday will be rather cloudy with a shower in the area. We'll see a high Sunday of 78. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Kathy Emmons with you, Word FM Studios, my honor partner, John Hall, taking the day off. I don't know, it was probably seven or ten days ago that uh, the Kraft Heinz, it still bothers me that it's Kraft Heinz. I mean, uh, I've talked about this before. My parents met at the H.J. Heinz Company. So if it wasn't for the ketchup maker, I would not exist. So I feel very strongly about Heinz. And so the fact that it's Kraft Heinz, I mean, doesn't Heinz Kraft sound better? Anyway. They announced seven to ten days ago that they were going to be um, spearheading a petition to get the same number of hot dogs linked up with the same number of buns. You know, that's, it's really stupid. So when you buy hot dog buns, you buy them in packs of eight. But when you buy the hot dogs themselves, I think you buy – I don't buy hot dogs very often. But I think you buy them in packs of 12. It's 10 or 12. 10 or 12. Anyway, the numbers don't mix, right? And so the Heinz Company was finally like, this is stupid. We need to defend you know vulnerable people everywhere. Broke people everywhere. Because <laughs> what are you going to do with the extra dogs? You're going to microwave them? Because that's the worst thing you could possibly do to a hot dog ever. Anyway, so that's one thing that they're doing. But now they're unveiling. I don't know if Kraft Heinz is really focused on the right things. Because um, they have just today unveiled a new mac and cheese ice cream. Okay. Now, I said that right. It's mac and cheese ice cream. It's a mashup. Uh, the Brooklyn-based Van Leeuwen ice cream is unveiling a Kraft macaroni and cheese flavored product. Um, Kraft is excited about it. I bet the Van Leeuwens in Brooklyn are excited about it. Uh, what do you think? Is there any potential for that being a good thing? Christy, I ask you. Listen, as as the uh, resident millennial and broke person on this show, yes, I I live on mac and cheese. Yeah, the Kraft kind? Well, the Aldi kind. The Aldi kind. Yeah. Is that better or worse than Kraft? I don't know. Okay. I, I, it's mac and cheese. Okay. I'm not for it. Of course. It's nasty. It sounds nasty. Is it going to have that gritty, you know, the gritty <laughs> of the powder? You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So you're going to bite into the ice cream. Is it going to have that? I mean, that's disgusting. Oh, man. Okay, so the Aldi mac and cheese is the powder and not the squeeze bag. Yes. Okay. The squeeze bag, have you ever made that kind? No. Okay. I think that might be Velveeta. 
So you you like clip with scissors the top of this silver pouch, and then you squeeze this liquid orange gelatinous substance <laughs> on <your cooked laughs> pasta. It's also, I mean, here's the thing: it tastes good by the end. You just have to kind of forget about what you're doing to get there. I think that's what it is. But I think we should forget about this whole idea because. Mac and cheese ice cream is gross. Listen, I'm drawing the line stuff. at trying the smiley cookie milk. I refuse. Listen, that was Taylor yesterday. So, um, so Taylor Dairy announced that they're releasing this new ice, this new milk flavor, which is smiley cookie milk, which is going to it's going to add to the milk vanilla icing and smiley cookie flavor, which is like is that trademarked or something? It's where I draw I the know, line. I don't even know what that is. All right, we're going to step away. Um, when we come back, excited to have my friend Doug Bursch on the program. We're going to talk about what it means to be online and while you're doing it, practice mindfulness. Like actually be a kind and gentle person. Is it possible on Twitter even? We'll talk about it next. WORD. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. We'll share contagious encouragement with friends appearing at LifeFest Music City like Matthew West, Mandisa, and Danny Gokey. It looked like signed, sealed, delivered, and then all of a sudden, the biggest turnaround in the history of, I think, sports. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. W-O-R-D. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. Get away with God in a faith-focused journey, and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. For more information, visit InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Everything that we do in the office is to provide a comforting feel to you and your family. Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We do value the time that you spend at our office, and we understand that you don't have hours and hours because lives are crazy nowadays. But we want to really make sure that the time you're spending with us is efficient and effective and works for you as an individual. Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Why Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, and Remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner. 
and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call Doing It Right. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Seeing all the talk about mindfulness, well, you know, I think there's probably a it's obviously comes from a good place, right? It has a good intention. You know, mindfulness is you're going to be aware of yourself and your surroundings, and you're going to be connected in a way that's healthy. And you're going to be someone that, you know, is aware of other people. And hopefully I would say, you know, aware of our creator and those sorts of things. Um, It can, you know, morph into, you know, crazy town as everything can. Uh, But what this idea that you could possibly practice mindfulness online is blowing my mind. So I invited the person who's thinking about this first and told me about it to actually explain how this could possibly happen. Doug Birch is with us, co-pastor of Evergreen Foursquare Church in Auburn, Washington, host and producer of the Fairly Spiritual Show, radio program and podcast. Doug, welcome back. Oh, I'm so glad to be back. And, and speaking of, I think you used the word crazy or something. Crazy um, town. I'm crazy good. town. Let's talk about John Hall. I know you have a topic for me, <laughs> but since he's not around, can yeah. we just tell is me what you time? really think about him? Can you, you know, no one's, no one's <laughs> listening, right? Just, just let me know, you know. Right. No, it'll be the dirt. Sure. And then we'll play this back for him or not. When no, it can just somehow not be on your podcast. It'll just suddenly not be up for some right, reason. We'll just be these like... missing 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> right. Or it's just the Kathy show and he returns. We're not sure. <laughs> anyway. Okay, Doug. So mindfulness, like it's awesome and can become nutty. Yeah. Well, by the by the way, I like how you just moved away from that. We didn't get you any see scoop how on skillful? John. Yeah, that thank was you. excellent. That's thank probably you. how you survived with him for so many years with so that kind of subtlety. <laughs> you think I'm um, okay, mindfulness, yeah. Obviously, it can become kind of a new age, whatever. I don't know what this means. But one of the struggles with social media is what? The immediacy. It's the strength of it. Like immediately sure. I can respond. Uh, but what's the problem with that? We We all know, right? The problem is, oh, my goodness, I just immediately responded. And now I'm in this huge conflict. And I was reading, um, oh, let me see if I can give him credit. The psychologist Christopher Willard was talking about mindfulness online. And I really liked what he said, because this might seem so practical, but we miss it. Are we aware of how we're actually feeling? How physically, mentally, spiritually, before we go online? Because sometimes the online world is like an angry room. Like we're behind the store, we open the door. And then we just come into this chaos, right? Right. So if we don't know who we are before we enter that room, we're in trouble. And you can think of that like, uh, think about high school insecurities, school dance or whatever. That's one of the things we talk about with teenagers, that because they don't necessarily know who they are yet, they go into a group setting and then they become very different or exaggerated or extreme or everything's a big crisis. And a lot of that has to do with they don't know who they are before they enter Uh, the room. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this is a practical thing I encourage all your listeners to do. And even some of you, particularly if you're finding yourself in conflicts or just conflicted online, is before you go online, I know this is going to sound weird to some people, just close your eyes, not if you're in the car or, you know, in a place where you're going to endanger someone, but close your eyes and just breathe and say, how am I feeling? Am I anxious? Mm -hmm. Am I afraid? Am I mad? Am I indifferent? And it's very important at some level to know how you feel because now you're going into an environment that why am I going on social media right now? Am I going on social media so I can deal with my anxiety? I can express my anger. 
uh, I'm bored, something that'll you know make me uh, feel interested. Well, that's a problem because if we don't know who we are, the first time we get into an interaction, what are we trying to get out of that interaction? Uh, and and I believe personally that I need to be at peace with who I am mm-hmm. before I enter into the conflicts of our world. And that, that might seem like, oh, that's just kind of a simple thing. But how many people you're actually interacting with people in the negative light because you don't really know what your needs are and you're trying to get those needs met by other people, your identity, your self-worth, your, your sense of peace, your sense of control in a world that seems chaotic. The feelings aren't wrong, but the problem is maybe we're having them being addressed by people that won't maybe be the best people to address these deep parts of our life. Sure. Or any parts of our lives. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah. Depending, depending on who it is. We're talking to Doug Birch, co-pastor of Evergreen Foursquare Church in Auburn, Washington. Um, Doug, did you see the social dilemma? Uh, yeah. I've, yeah. That's come out with the segmentation. You're talking about that uh, Netflix. Yeah. The yeah. Netflix documentary. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, or no, yeah. The social dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. I always get that in the social network. The social network was the movie about, right. about Mark, Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Right. Yeah. Okay. So saw that too. <laughs> okay, so did I. So clearly, what one of the things that we learn from that documentary is that the heads of um, of media firms do not want anyone to take that moment, yeah, of consideration, right? In fact, they are trying to do everything from all the notifications that pop up on your phone to the dings to the, the images that come up to, you know, the TikTok, Hey, you haven't heard from so-and-so or they haven't right. heard from you. And so, right. right. They want you to skip over that moment of saying, wait a minute, how do I feel before I enter the room? Yeah. In fact, they want to control the agenda of your life and, and whether that's passive or intentional, you know, I, I, there's good people in the, running those companies and trying their best, but the collective reality of it is somebody else is setting the agenda of our life. Right. I think of this often uh, we tend to let trending topics set the agenda of our life. And what tends to trend? Negativity, anger, crisis, conflict. Now, those might be important things, but should all of us be focusing in on it? This is the one I think. I don't, I, I don't think God on Monday said, you know what? I want everybody to be focusing in on the Kardashians. You know, I, I just, maybe a million people on the Kardashians, maybe but two million. But not five million. But not five million, right? And And what I think some of us, if we were honest about this, we're just kind of going with the flow of, oh, here's the topic everyone's talking about. And it might be a very important topic. You know, I don't know if the Kardashians are the most important, but it could be something very important. But I don't know if that's God's agenda for us. Yeah. And the danger is, I, I even think sometimes we let the enemy set the agenda where mm-hmm. there's some person who's mentally unstable writing a terrible thing about the church, like a pastor somewhere who's just being terrible. And we all repost and say how terrible this is. And we all respond about how terrible this one pastor is. Why are we giving that person so much intention? Well, I think this is a lack of mindfulness of understanding. Mm. Why do I exist? What's my purpose for this week? What has God called me to do? And if I'm not intentional about what I think God's called me to do, someone else is going to set the agenda because there's always going to be work to be done. Someone's going to have me carry their water, carry their agenda. And we are carrying people's agendas, even when we're fighting against those agendas. Listen, that is so true. I can't think of how many times I have seen threads or, you know, republished tweets or retweeted tweets uh, or whatever, where you're talking about Facebook or Twitter, whatever it is. And it's all it is, is a self-perpetuating cycle. 
Yeah. Right. It's just one person piling on and then there's another person and there's another person. And I'm going to project this and I'm going to project this. Remember when, you know, Justin Bieber's pastor and, you know, was. I don't know who's from, Justin Bieber. I never yeah, exactly. heard of him. Like, See, you're not I, paying enough attention to the things I'm paying attention to. Anyway, so you remember his pastor was like, you know, he's deconstructing and, you know, he had, you know, marital issues and issues with other women. And so he had to be removed from his post. I saw that news story, you know. 106 times on Twitter, right? Some, you know, other, it's just, it's a weird, it's not even echo chamber because that's overused. It's a weird, like, you know, that ride at an amusement park where you get on, it's the roundup, you get on it and it starts to spin and then you all get sucked to the wall, you know, and then you can pull your feet. That's what it is. We're all in the roundup. We're all spinning around and it's like crazy. It's everything in there is like a little removed from reality. And some of us have a memory of being on the roundup when the person next to us got sick. And that was a terrible ride, if you know how gravity works. But that is a good illustration of social media because it is making us sick. And I'll just say with this, uh, divorce is not entertainment. No. And that's one of the things. I saw this with Bill and Melinda Gates as well. Is Regardless, there could be tangential things that are important to this. And they are public figures. And I get all that. But someone's divorce should never be entertainment. And this is, again, where we have to have these core concepts of what we believe is ethical and right and pure and holy and what things, you know, I think... Uh, I think Paul says something about we're supposed to focus in on those things that are pure and right and whatsoever. We're supposed to think on them or something? Yeah, right. And if we're not intentional about that, and this is why I don't want people to feel condemned, we just find ourselves gravitating in that direction. We've all been even in a work environment where people start, let's say, gossiping, and we're not a gossip, but that's all they're talking about. And the next thing you know, we're kind of gossiping, and we just feel bad about it. We're like, I don't want to be about this. I don't want to just complain about the boss. Right. When I'm with, when the boss isn't in the room, well, we're doing that at this, you know, international world level where we're letting other people's traumas primarily hmm. set our agenda. And I think God has something for us to say and do and create that's unique to our existence. And maybe we won't get thousands of people to interact with it, but maybe we can actually change the life of one person. And I think I have far more influence in the lives of people by intention, by being being intentionally focused on what the spirit's leading me to do than having another, you know, post among millions of posts about something that really won't change the outcome of this uh, trending topic. That's Doug Bursch. He's the host and producer of the fairly spiritual show, radio program and podcast. Um, So, and I got to let you know, uh, this is all in my book. I forgot. I forgot to put that in my little book. It's a great book. We talked about it two other times. You'd think it would be at the forefront of my mind. Don't don't apologize about it. As a struggling author, I mentioned it, you know, on the radio as well. You're shameless. But I do want to let people know, like, what we're talking about here is what I want them to process. The book posting piece is all about process your social media life, not to be condemned, not to be judged. But look at how and so there's lots of ways for them just to there's, there's posting piece challenges and such just ways for them to process their life and say, does my social media expression represent who I am at the core or am I being controlled by other people or the technology mm-hmm. itself? Yeah, that is boy, that is a question. Wouldn't we all be better off? Wouldn't social media be better off if we just stopped for a hot minute and just asked ourselves that question. That's Doug Burst. Yeah. Doug is the author of a book I really do love and forgot to mention called Posting Peace. Hold it up, Doug, please. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're friends. So friends don't have to always mention the book every five seconds, but yeah, I can't. Sorry. That's here. good. No, that's there good. See, go. I see it right there. Look, it's Posting Douglas Peace S. Burst. For those online. Yeah, Posting go. Peace. We need it. Doug, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm.
If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-500-5588. If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. Call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-555-88. That's 800-555-88. Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? Thursday, August 12th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Join Grammy Award-winning artist Michael W. Smith and a host of others. For Food for the Poor's national virtual celebration, We Are One. We come together to provide 10 million meals for desperately hungry children and families in countries like Haiti. The event is complimentary, but reserve your space right now to receive a link to a silent auction of incredible trips to both national and international destinations. RSVP now at foodforthepoor.org forward slash one. That's foodforthepoor.org forward slash O-N-E. Are you the type of person that values hand-built quality? Do you shop with local businesses because you know your purchase supports your neighbors? Or maybe you research before making a purchase because you know better than to trust the marketing hype. If any of this sounds familiar, you just might be an original Mattress Factory customer. At OMF, we value our amazing customers and work hard to exceed their expectations every day. Visit an OMF store near you or OriginalMattress.com to learn more. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Champion Christian School in Champion, PA. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Whether it's offering curbside or next-day delivery for online orders on over 160,000 parts or getting involved in our local communities, when it comes to serving you, Napa's Motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Your business is ready for a reboot. A recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. for joining me today on the ride home I've had a lot of fun conversations with people um, some people commenting on our live stream here at 101.5 word fm also just got a uh, an email from a listener jb who says what happened to new mike <laughs> sad day <laughs> new mike left three months ago uh jb that's what happened and uh, we got a brand new producer who we absolutely love christy on the other side of the glass doing a terrific job christy say hi to all the people hi all the people okay so how did jb in particular hey jb what's okay. up well justin just, bieber just, so could be it just says Never jb know. we don't know Never we know. Don't exactly know. all right some fun stuff going on in the pittsburgh area this weekend check this stuff out um all right where should we start okay saturday night market returns to market square 
free weekly concerts at the Pittsburgh City Paper Stage. Um, so that's 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Uh, artisan goods, selling crafts, fashions, art, jewelry, photography, small batch food. Um, that's every Saturday in Market Square, which is one of my favorite places in Pittsburgh through the end of August. So that sounds like a good time. Um, also, there's a book launch. Man, if I didn't have plans for tonight, I would go to this. I'd... So if you're familiar with the Squirrel Hill Cafe on Forbes Avenue in Squirrel Hill, uh, it's most people call it the cage um, who are from around here. There's a new book that has come out written by bartender uh, Jan Kavrak and past bartender Leslie Ann McElroy called The Red Door, a historical memoir of the Squirrel Hill Cafe. Well, guess what? Tonight's the book launch. Yeah, you can go to this. It's already underway. Started at five, goes um, all the way up until 8 p.m. at the cage. And um, drinks and appetizers are available. It says, join all the cage regulars and not so regulars for the book launch. Um, written by two people who a lot of us who hung out at the cage probably know. Um, I've played a lot of cards there. It's a great fun. I mean, it's the ultimate yins or establishment. I mean, why wouldn't you want to go there? Anyway, um, so finish listening to the ride home today and then get yourself over to the cage for a really fun night. That sounds terrific. Um, also, listen, for those of you who are gluten-free, um, the Gluten-Free Goat Bakery, which I have never heard of, uh, because I'm not gluten-free, uh, 4905 Penn Avenue. Uh, it came up on my feed today because they are featuring a gluten-free pierogi bread. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a savory uh, chive, and I can't read my own writing, savory chive and cheddar-filled potato loaf. I mean, that would be fabulous. Wouldn't that be good? I'd be there. I love that. That's the gluten-free goat bakery. Okay. Also, um, you know, down at the Strip, have you have you been to the Terminal, which is on Smallman Street there? Um, the Terminal is such a gorgeous building. I mean, they just did the design of it. I'm just absolutely in love with. Um, but it came out and debuted at the worst possible time because we were right in the middle of COVID, right? Well, it's just starting to get its legs under it. And um, the Terminal Farmer's Market is the first and third Saturday of each month through October, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And this Saturday, tomorrow is the day. A selection of local farmers and artisans between the 18th and 20th Street passageways at the Terminal. Listen, there are so many vendors that are going to be there. I mean, I would take up, you know, 10 minutes of airtime telling you all the people that are going to be there. So if you're looking for something fun to do tomorrow... Head on out to the Terminal Farmer's Market down on uh, Smallman in the Strip. Um, also, if you've got teens in your house, um, Rivers of Steel is hosting a teen photo adventure Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., a four-hour teen photography workshop at the Cary Blast Furnaces Furnaces for youth age 14 to 17. They'll train you how to, how to use a camera, how to take pictures. That sounds like a lot of fun. And listen to this. I'm really going to try to go to this. Uh, Tuesday night, July 20th, um, the Hot Club, which are jazz listening sessions shared on a 78 RPM record, uh, the oldest and rare rarest records, John and I talk about this often, that capture truly high quality sound. The Hot Club, these are sessions to make the beauty of classic jazz recordings available to all. They say it's a book club for jazz fans. So in July, it's happening at the Samsonia Way Tent. And um, Tuesday, July 20th, as I said, it starts at 8 p.m., a deep dive into the life and work of Louis Armstrong, hosted by Tom Roberts, who knows more about jazz. He's probably forgotten more about jazz than I will ever know. So that's coming up Tuesday night, the Hot Club. Um, there's a lot of fun things going on here. Uh, Christy, you have a plan for the weekend? 
You're broke. So I'm I mean, broke. So you know, I'm gonna sit with my dog Milo and uh, watch the Golden Girls. <laughs> that sounds sad, but I actually like it. Um, tonight we're doing um, we're doing leftovers on the porch. If you want to come over, uh, that sounds great. Doesn't I got nothing. It? All right, terrific. Hey, thanks for being along. If you didn't get a chance to watch the stream, you can always do that on Facebook. Check out our podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. We're always grateful because you're the best part of our show. So thanks, listeners. Have a terrific weekend, Pittsburgh. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.